Well, good morning, everyone. Let's take some time reading the scriptures together, allowing our lives to be shaped by God and his word. Firstly, Nicole and I, we want to send a big greeting and our love to each and every one of you as at this time we've been talking and walking through what it means to be a people who are led by the Holy Spirit in this season. And for each and every one of us, that has taken on some significant change in the last number of months. Our lives have been turned upside down, inside out, and all around the place with the challenges of um, the COVID-19 realities. But at the same time, it's been this huge invitation in this season to something of a greater intimacy with God. And I want to finish our series today on the Holy Spirit with this whole idea of being people who are a presence-led people. You know, Nicole and I have had the joy and the privilege of traveling to many parts of the world and visiting the vineyard churches in all sorts of contexts and cultures, different language groups and so forth. And there's just such a rich diversity about who we are as a people in the earth. But one of the things that it doesn't matter where we go, uh, whether it's um, a different language group, a different nation, when we get together, there is something very unique that we find in every setting. And that is intimacy with God. There's something that the vineyard has become very well known for. The historians, the people who are writing, writing articles about the life and the story of our movement, all boil down to this area of intimacy with God being one of the most significant defining features of who we are. Everywhere we go, there's this great hunger for God to meet with God, to actually encounter his presence because there's something that takes place when the presence of God interacts with the presence of our lives. His life brings change to our life and makes all things new. In talking with Bob and Penny Fulton late last year in New Zealand, as they were retelling the story of how this movement began in a lounge room where there was just a small group of people who were desperate to meet with God and that he would come and meet their lives, touch their lives, make their lives new again. And as a result of that, the history has now told us of this movement called the Vineyard. One of the great quotes that the founder of the Vineyard Movement, John Wimber, he says this. He says, we don't seek God's power. We seek his presence, his power, and everything else that we need is always found in his presence. That's such a powerful quote and a truth that I want us to explore together this morning. What does it mean to be a presence-led follower of Jesus? And what does it mean for us together to be a presence-led local church? Just a quick story. This week, in in illustrating this whole idea of being a presence-led follower of Jesus, this week I was... um, I got news of a young man that we know who was coming out of hospital after being very ill. And he was sent home to uh, continue his recovery. 
So I gave him a phone call and said, I really would love to come and pray with you. And so he said, sure, that'd be great. So on my way there, as I'm just about to arrive at his house, I just stopped for a moment and I realised that I had access and authority to the power of the kingdom of God in Christ to administer healing to this, this young man. But what I did was I stopped and I just checked with the Holy Spirit and I said, what do you want to say to this young guy? And then the Holy Spirit gave me this picture. And as I got to his house, I sat down with him. We had a coffee together and I just shared this picture. And as we shared this picture, the Holy Spirit, even before I'd finished talking out the picture, started ministering to this young man's life. His heart came undone. His emotions came undone. The Spirit of the Lord fell on him in power. And as a result, there was a great sense of the reconciling love of God that brought this young man into really powerful communion with Jesus. And, the, and it was this moment of the Holy Spirit leading, the Holy Spirit authoring the presence of God was the one who brought the power of God to bring restoration to this young guy's life. Being presence-led really is a very simple lifestyle of, of realizing that Jesus is Lord, he's filled us with his spirit, and he's authoring us and authorizing us to come on the kingdom adventure with him. Another quick story, on Thursday night, Nicole and I, we were on a Zoom call, conference call online, with a bunch of our Victorian pastors, in uh, our vineyard pastors in Victoria, who are right now having to go back into all sorts of restrictive lockdown experiences. And so they're feeling a bit despondent, a bit knocked about, and just doing it really tough. So we got on this call with them all together, and we started to pray together. And we had this time where someone pulled out a guitar and led some worship, and we entered into the presence of God. And in that moment, Nicole received a picture from God. She shared this picture with this group of um, Victorian pastors, and then God gave me a sense of interpretation as to what this picture meant. And as I began to um, share that interpretation, the Spirit of the Lord fell on this one young pastor in particular, and the power of God fell on him right there in his lounge room through a Zoom call, touching his life, and it brought a great sense of hope to him in a very difficult circumstance. The Holy Spirit was leading. His presence brought power. That power brought hope and transformation. If you've got your Bible with you this morning, I would love you to open it up with me to Joshua chapter 1. In Joshua chapter 1, here we have Joshua about to lead God's people from 40 years of wilderness into promised inheritance. And there's something very special about this encounter that Joshua has with God. So let's read together. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give you. 
to the Israelites, I will give you every place where you will set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you uh, and never forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors. Now, I'll just stop the reading there. But just really want you to pay attention there to verse 5. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. So for me, as I read that this week again, I asked myself the question, what was it, what was it like for God to be with Moses? Again, I just want to invite you just to turn with me to Exodus chapter 33, a little bit earlier on in the story before Joshua was leading, there was Moses. And Moses would meet with God in this tent where the presence of the Lord would meet with him. And I want to pick up from verse 7 of chapter 33. Let's read together. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to that tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrance to their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of the cloud, which was the manifest presence of God, would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. And whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to their tent. And the Lord would speak with Moses face to face as one speaks with a friend. And then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide, Joshua, the son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Moses said to the Lord, You've been telling me, lead these people, but you've not let me know whom you'll send with me. You have said, I know you by name. You found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, God, teach me your ways so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember, This nation is your people. And the Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And then Moses said to God, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and that these are your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I'll do the very thing that you have asked. Folks, as we begin to journey into another stage, another phase of kingdom life going forward, This whole reality of intimacy with God and being presence-led is incredibly precious to who we are as a people. It's one of our really deep 
core foundational values. We love the presence of God and to be led by him. And if there's three small characteristics that I just, out of those readings, want us to think about, meditate on, and talk with God on over this next week or so about a presence-led life. The first characteristic of a presence-led life is this. It's a life where we experience God face to face. This whole idea of face to face, this sense of intimacy with God, it's almost to the point where in the Hebrew, the, the understanding of those words of meeting with each other face to face is almost as if God's face was right up against Moses and they, their breath was being exchanged with each other. There's this deep and powerful intimacy. The Lord would speak with Moses face to face as one speaks with a friend. In this season, many of us have had many challenging things that we've had to navigate and things that have concerned us. But one of the things that we have noticed in this season is that people are being drawn by God into an increased engagement of flowing in intimacy with him. Remember that invitation of Jesus when he said to his people, he said, come to me and I will give you rest. It's not stop doing this or stop doing that and I'll give you rest. What Jesus says is, come to me and I'll give you rest. That's a really big invitation from God, particularly when it comes to being a, a disciple who is presence-led. And Psalm 27 verse 8 says, My heart says of you, seek his face, your face, Lord, I will seek. Even our hearts cry out within us to want to seek the presence of God. Friends, the Holy Spirit in this hour is drawing and pouring out an invitation to increased intimacy with God. Intimacy that puts hunger in our heart to pursue fellowship with God and out of that fellowship, a lifestyle of obedience to God. A presence-led life is also one where God's presence can give and does give direction to our life guidance to our life, empowering to our life. In verse 15 of Exodus 33, Moses says, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Remember the words of Jesus in John's gospel, John 5, 19. I only do what I see my father doing. For Moses, for Jesus, for us as disciples of Jesus who are filled with the Spirit, we want to do and be where God is and what he's doing. And this implies an intimacy is involved, one where we seek to truly look for and pursue what God is doing in our daily comings and goings. His presence gives direction. It's not necessarily a case of we lay down the railway track and say, hey, God, come and put your presence on my best efforts. It's a case of surrendering ourselves into a greater freedom that says, God, you're the author. You're the perfecter of my faith. Come and show me what you're doing. I want to know your ways. Teach me your ways so that I can be like you. Presence gives direction. 
The other, the third characteristic is this. Presence makes us a naturally supernatural people. There is something different about us. You know that verse 16 in Exodus 33, Moses says, if your presence doesn't go with us, what else will distinguish me and your people from everyone else on the face of the earth? You see, it's God's presence that distinguishes this um, message through our life of the kingdom and good news to people's lives. And his presence releases power. So often over the years, the 25 years we've been um, on mission as a local church here to our region, as people have come into our gatherings, our meetings, our small groups and meeting in all sorts of various ways, so often we hear the feedback of people saying, I experienced God and it's changed my life. See, friends, that's what we want. We want to be presence-led individuals. We also want to be a presence-led church. Ed Stetzer, he once said this about the vineyard. He said, you guys actually believe that when you get together, God is going to show up. That is so true. Even right now today, as we're doing this um, teaching online for you, it's our conviction that God is going to show up right now today in your life, in your circumstances, with his presence, and with his presence comes power to change. One of the distinct values of us as a tribe, as a people, is that we are a presence-led people. That's why when we get together, we worship. It's not to sing songs to the air. It's so that we can encounter and come into the presence of of our living God. Friends, I just want to encourage you that there's lots of little changes that's happened to all of our lives in the next little while, over this last little while. And there's going to be lots of little changes about how we together as a people of Jesus in this next little while do life together following God. But I want to encourage you. His presence is with us. His presence will lead us and his presence will bring all of the power and the grace and uh, the, 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 the work of his kingdom to give us that sense of direction and supernatural activity. We, fulf- we sincerely believe that his presence is with us. <clears throat> just as we finish, I want to remind us again of just those three small characteristics of a presence-led life. It's a life of being face-to-face with God. Deep communion, deep intimacy, pursuit and obedience. It's a life where his presence gives direction and empowering to our daily life and circumstances. And it's his presence that leaves that naturally supernatural distinction on our life that God is with us And when people come and hang around us, they too experience the good news of God in Jesus Christ. Let's be encouraged. God is on the move. His kingdom is advancing in our region and he is seeking to grow his kingdom and to bless his people with his presence. God's expansive, loving kingdom. His presence will lead you. His presence will lead us. 
just like Moses, all we need to do is to keep on asking, Lord, don't send us on without your presence in what we're doing. Hey, would you join me as we pray? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for, um, firstly, just for the Bible, that even in opening the Scriptures, your Spirit begins to touch our heart and, and, and test the motives of our heart and our mind and bring us freedom and call us on into um, greater knowing of you and intimacy with you and, and experience your presence. Thank you for your Bible. Thank you for the Scriptures. And we just ask, Lord, that right now in this next season, you, as you're pouring out your Spirit, there would be an increased experience of each and every person here at Pine Rivers Vineyard who have these face-to-face encounters with you, Lord, whose lives have this upsurge of being led by you, informed and empowered by your presence, and that there would be a naturally supernatural distinction of your presence upon us so that when people are near us, they too would experience your good news, your kingdom in Jesus. Lord, bless, bless your people today. Fill them with your presence. And just, Lord, as hearts might be just listening to this right now and are turning to you, seeking your face, I bless, I just bless that, Lord, in your name and ask that you would come meet with your people, Lord. Thank you, God, that you are alive. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the hunger that you've placed in our heart to want to meet with God. And thank you that you lead us in your good kingdom adventure. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.